Man, I went to start like four times. Didn't. Chickened out. Hey, listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 309. I'm Brando. I'm here with Reiner. We're going to do the arc of the secrets of EDH by talking about getting outclassed. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back again for another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? We are back. What is going down? Well, not much has changed since yesterday. We're still in the booth. It's been 24 hours for you, about 15 minutes for us. But we still have to thank Official Business Daddy's FusionGamingOnline.com, their source for all your gaming needs. Very much so. And Business Daddy's very excited about Commander Cook-Off. Cook-Offs? Commander Cook-Off. Oh, oh shit. Oh, no. Can't even say my own thing right. Now we are a cooking show. Business Daddy's very excited about Commander Cookout's Sidewalk Slam. Man, that's going to be so good. Previewing, previewing, premiering June 3rd. We suck. What happened? I don't know. We used up all that good energy yesterday and now it's the bonus show and we're just, we're coasting. It's a long weekend. It's May long weekend here in Canada. It's, what is it? Queen... Queen Victoria went into space or something, and yes. we celebrate that in Canada? Yes. I don't know. And in the United States, the land of the free, I think it's Memorial Day, where they shot down the rocket that she was flying in, so we oh. remain a, a monarchy. All right. That's how holidays we were, work. We were trying to shoot her into space so that we could be a republic, too, and America was like, eh-eh. So they shot her down, and she like parachuted back down here, and we're like, oh, him, 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 you fucks. That's my British accent. I apologize to anybody who has been to Britain or is British. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. You know what? No, I don't. You guys are... I knew be, that you were going to change yeah, your mind. Definitely. Business, business Daddy's FusionGamingOnline.com where you can use CCO Spring promo code or CCO Perks promo code if you're spending big money and want to get some of that back in store credit. They, Business Daddies that is, very excited about CCO Sidewalk Slam. They've seen the the preview. They haven't seen any of the official footage yet. We'll put a link to the thing. It's on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. What the fuck it should be? Yes. They're going to be broadcasting it across all of their platforms like the manabase.com. That's their content site where you can find us and and their their Facebooks and their Twitters and everywhere so so people can find it. Yes. I think this is going to be the piece of content that's going to finally encourage them to follow me on Twitter. Probably not, but I hope that this is the piece of content that finally has people tuning in and subscribing on YouTube because you've been asking for it. I ask, what's CCO not doing that you wish we were? And everybody says, gameplay, gameplay, gameplay. We're doing it. Well, now we're doing it. It's happening June 3rd, and no spoilers other than June 3rd, tune in. It's going to be great, Mm -hmm. but we wanted to talk a little bit about it because it's, it's interesting going back and watching the game you know you know way back in the day when we've when we've done you and i have done like commander or magic level up moments yeah and one of my level up moments was starting the show i thought reviewing other people's decks and watching other types of content to know what works what doesn't what i like what i don't like what i would like to do made me level up i think it made me a better magic player it forced me to change the way i think about the game i didn't you never change anything. It's no. the same Brando since 1992. That's right. When I go back and watch Sidewalk, Sidewalk Slam, 
and you're going to do it too because you played in the game. <laughs> yeah, I did. You're going to say, why didn't I do that? Or I can't believe that when, you know, Alex or Aiden, those are the other two guys that played with us, when they did this or said this, I didn't clue in or I missed that or I just didn't see that play where I could have killed that person. Man, I was taking a pee after the game and I realized like this, it was it was an insane thing. There's no way I would have figured it out at the time unless I sat and tanked for a long time. I'm like, shit, I definitely could have... Missed it. Yeah, I could have not, maybe not won, but I probably would have won because I would have killed the guy that ended up winning. Yeah. So yep. would have changed the whole game had I just paid that one yep. little There was an yeah. instance there was an instance where I was gonna get attacked with nine two two plant tokens for Xaxes. And I convinced Aiden to not do it. And he's like, ah yeah, you know what, you're right. You get five and you get four of them. Yeah. Right? And then I lived and I got another turn and I Ended up taking distinct advantage of not being dead. <laughs> so you're gonna you're gonna see what that means, and it's it's a ton of fun. So I wanted to tell you some stuff. Oh, I love stuff. Some stuff. Tell me stuff. Um, we've had some help from Discord members, CCO Nationalites, mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. designing the look and the feel of the show with the logo and some of the animations and and you know like Gee Pizza did the skeletons. Oh yeah, with the little boop, boop. yeah, we got cool transitions in between like screens and stuff that Tyler doing editor Tyler he's doing all that stuff Anthony Bockley all filler Aiden Miller man we got a whole team yes we've got a whole kind of CCO design team now that that happens all in the discord and all like with direct communication not only between each other but with me and with Tyler and you and I like we've talked about it a lot yeah how how kind of we want it to look and feel and sound and I'm taking kind of what we've discussed and kind of just like dumping it out onto those guys. (laughs) And, and not only are they like educated and, and guys that work in design and know how to do that kind of stuff. They're very in tune with the culture of CCO, the speed of our content. And, and they know what other people who tune into CCO are into. So that's how it's kind of, coming to fruition i think that's really cool that we've got a community that's willing to step up and help us and help us and and make the product better i keep telling them like make the product that you would want to tune into yeah and i think that's super excited and when we travel like we're traveling to to winnipeg and we're traveling to washington Ah. and and hopefully other places to magic fest and stuff i want to have like a traveling fucking rig set up so we can do sidewalk slams on the road. That'd be cool. Oh, on the road. on the sidewalks on the road. <laughs> I was trying to come with like a road, like a roadhouse slam. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, Rodeo. and and we oh. can we can play with other people in the nation and other creators and and take requests on who we meet up with and play with. That'd be fun. I think that that would be so cool. Mhm. And it would just turn it into like another thing that we do at at the CCO penthouse, for example. Because yeah, that's always another thing. Another that we thing, yeah. Another piece of the CCO experience, <laughs> yeah. right? Like another thing that we oh my God. get to do. So Love it. Super cool. That's the kind of stuff that the, the, the Kickstarter helped us afford and the Patreon support helps us with because it takes a fucking lot of time <laughs> to cut down what ended up being a two-hour game. It down been, to, I keep saying it would have been way shorter. If you guys hadn't have been dicks about it. Yeah, right about at the 12-minute mark, we're like, 
Oh man, this game is gonna be over. I won't even have to cut this. Yeah, fuck. Two hours later. Yeah, <laughs> I tried. It cut down the under an hour. Good. Yeah, Re- super tight though. <laughs> <laughs> so it's lots of fun. Tyler actually gave me some, gave me a couple stats when he's putting the show together. Jesus. We scanned all the cards that we played. We scan them. They go into a file. We send them off to Tyler, just like we send them off to Joe when we do deck lists. And they just have a script or whatever that they just punch into. Fucking whatever, and some magic happens inside a computer. They do computer stuff that we don't understand, and and it it comes out. And it downloads all of the cards in the list. Neat. Yes. So I sent that off to Tyler. They better be all foil so everybody knows how fucking pimp my dick Well, when we scan the cards, it scans the exact version. Oh, good. And in the file, it tells Tyler what version it is. Okay, good. Now, here's the funny thing. Here's the thing that fucked, is we sent him 74 cards, which was not quite all of them. Oh. Because there were some from New Capenna that didn't scan. They're too new at the time. And there were some alters that I played that also did not scan. Makes sense. So Tyler would just have to manually notice when he's looking at the footage. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully he did. <laughs> and download those cards individually. Right. And I told him that, yeah. like yesterday. And yeah. he's like, oh, what are you talking about? What file? <laughs> Because he said, you guys played 85 different cards in that game. And I thought, wow, that's fucking lots. Yeah. That's four four decks. That's like 20-some cards each, kind of. Ish, yeah. Ish. And he goes, what are you talking about? I sent you that file. You know, you could just download it, all the cards. He goes, no. (laughs) Definitely got buried. I definitely went through... All of the game and downloaded cards as you played them. Oh <laughs> my like, god! Oh, oh no! no. <laughs> Damn it! Oh no! So hopefully we can iron out those kinds of kinks and, That's, and it's growing uh, pains, right? It's like yeah, yeah. Why do you want your WrestleMania main event to end with some idiot jumping off the top rope with a cast on his arm, back bashing somebody on the kind of the shoulder area, and he goes that down? Would, that would not just be growing pains. That would be arm pains. That'd be actual pain. The guy's arm wasn't actually broken. He had that cast on for like five or six years. And it was, oh, Randy Orton's dad. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, Mr. Orton. That's, that's <laughs> yes, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, just the Kickstarter and the Patreon thing is is a huge way that we we bought that giant fucking playmat. Yeah, it's a cool and it was playmat. so expensive to ship it to Canada is like buying a secret layer, <laughs> right? And just the lighting setup, and we need two more chairs because the two chairs we were using like squeak. So I was trying to like fight with that on the audio. Well, you got to- All the behind the scenes things that nobody knows about. We can WD-40 them maybe. No, they're made of wood. They're made out of wood. So I've got like a stool. So we need one more chair. Oh man. <laughs> we need one chair. Preferably a folding one because- um, I don't have any more closet space. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome, awesome, super fun. June third, be there or, or just be there. Okay, just be. We'd there. appreciate yeah. it very much. Yeah, very much so. And mm-hmm. fucking like it, subscribe it, and share it with your friends. Yeah, yeah, they'll like it too. Yeah, and there's like one or two f bombs on it. Hey, Couple. sounds like something we do. Couple. Yeah, we probably. drink. We drank some beer too. Good. There was a clip. There was a clip where somebody said, "No spoilers." Somebody said, "Since I'm the first one out, can I have that extra beer?" <laughs> there was one of those. Yeah. yeah. So super fun. But that's not our that's not our topic today. Right. We We've, talked about it at the very beginning of the show when I was telling everybody what we were going to talk about today. Yeah, being outclassed. Mm-hmm. So this, for anybody who is unfamiliar, which is going to be everybody except for me, 
this is a hundred percent Brando generated content. Oh shit! So Brando came up with this idea a couple year a couple years ago. Feels like <laughs> uh, with the spring we had, you know, like yeah. dog years. Feels like a couple years ago, a couple weeks ago, and we kind of expanded on it. Mm. And I said, okay, your job is going to be think of all the examples too, <laughs> since it's your fucking topic. So what is being outclassed? What is that? Outclassed is a card that you would typically see played in several decks, several levels of deck. They're kind of not ubiquitous, but you see them played a lot that are, they've, we've reached a point now where the card is either completely irrelevant because there's just so many, I don't want to say better options, Mm -hmm. but just other cards that you play instead, or in some cases, the card is just so basic that the only real purpose that it serves now is as like the name of that type of card. Ah, uh, yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes, like a dark steel ingot. Yeah. Three drop mana rock taps for any color, which is a bunch of different cards. Yeah. Dark steel ingot, indestructible, and nobody plays it because yeah. Commander Sphere is better and draws you a card. Yeah, and Skyclave Relic is better because, because it has more options. Like, because it has more options. Or or you're playing a single color deck and the three drop mana rock that taps for red turns into a creature or does something thematic with the deck so when you have enough instances of things like that you just forget about the most basic or least powerful one unless you're dana roach in which case manolith is your bread and butter and you play more of them than sol ring yes Mm. very important that we acknowledge that there are people like dana out there that are tried tested and true manolith believers yep yeah, very important. Yes. So if you want to hear about this type of stuff, stay on the line. If you want to hear about this type of thing more often on Commander Cookout, maybe leave us a comment on YouTube or, you know, let us know on Twitter, at CCO Podcast, at CCO Brando. Send us an email, commandercookout at gmail.com, with maybe show topics that you'd like to yeah. hear us talk about that aren't just deck techs. And of course, if you're in the Patreon Discord, you can let us know their DMs or in the appropriate channel. Sub, what do they call them? Sub-thread? Sub-channel? Sub, Sub-disc? Is don't that know. like a subreddit, but it's a sub-disc? I guess so. I'm not sure how Discord works. It confuses me very lots. I don't yeah. understand what's happening. We use it lots, but mostly it's, it's people tagging me in memes and people asking Brando what he thinks about various brash taunter plays. Which I super enjoy. <laughs> and all of them are 10 out of 10, for the record. Brash yeah. Taunter is the most handsome, most bestest, most greatest creature ever printed. So. Never outclassed. Yeah, he will never be outclassed by anything. What if there's a brasher taunter? How much more brash could he be? Oh, good point. <laughs> yeah, like, is wizards, do they, do they want the game to degenerate into just brash taunter versus brasher taunter is that what they want and if you if there was a brasher taunter all that would mean is you would have a brash taunter and a brasher taunter in every deck brash brash the gathering brasher the gathering yeah. magic the brashering yeah, yeah now we're talking magic Br- the tauntering B- brash dh <laughs> <laughs> bdh what's BDH. that stand for brash yes <laughs> <laughs> okay okay Outclass. Okay, outclass. Let me. How, how did you come up with the idea? Let's let's give people the inception. Okay, here's the inception of the idea. I was okay. sitting, looking at one of my deck lists and thumbing through it or whatever. Two color deck list is what I'm talking about specifically in this particular example. We could probably apply this type of thinking to anything though, if yeah, oh, we yeah. make it broad enough. And I I looked at the Terramorphic Expanse I was playing. Yeah. And I thought to myself, 
Why the hell do I play this still? Like, this what? is this is ETB's untapped. Yep. Tap it, sacrifice it, search for a basic land of any type, put it onto the battlefield, tapped. Right. So yes. it will get me a in the in the particular case of the deck I was looking at, a swamp or a forest. Okay. So cool. But at this point in Magic, every set they're printing some kind of land that comes into play tapped. Right, that taps for both my colors, so I could get a land that has both my colors. It's probably gonna have some kind of a marginal effect. Maybe it's a gate. Maybe it gains me a life. Maybe, Maybe I get a scry. Maybe I can like a campus or like those artifact lands that are indestructible. Yeah, I could cycle it. It's gain a land. land. Yeah, yeah. But there's so many. Like, there's virtually no reason to play Terramorphic Expanse anymore unless you're playing a landfall deck and all those corner oh, cases. Oh, let me, let me, let me, let me get this. I got okay, you. Okay, okay, I got you. But Ryan and Brando, you guys didn't didn't think about landfall decks with your Terramorphic Expanse example. You guys didn't think about playing lands from the graveyard. You guys didn't think about Lotus Cobra. We did. Okay? Yeah. We did. We, we did? Yes. We did? This is a generic example. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, very much so, as you would say. So, I'm thinking of, like, and the, the biggest thing about Terramorphic Expanse, the thing that I hate the absolute most is somebody goes, turn one, Terramorphic Expanse, go. Oh. Land, go, land, go, land, go. Okay, hang on, I have to crack my Terramorphic Expanse. So not only are you playing a land that you just don't need anymore. You're spending my time to do it. But it's slow as hell. It's, it's wasting time also. Time. Right? Yes. And you could have a land that does so much better stuff, and you could apply that to Evolving Wilds, as sad as I am to say. You could probably apply it to Myriad Landscape mm -hmm. as well. There's could just, you apply it to the new... Capenna ones where they ETB, you sacrifice them, get a basic of a certain type and gain a life? Yes. I think so, yeah. Because yeah. those fix you. Now, they ETB the basic tapped, and yeah. maybe maybe this is the thing that you play instead of Terramorphic Expanse. Because at least it's not wasting my time. Because you might care about landfall triggers, or you might care about instances of life gain, or you might just want to fix because they it does have value to have... A choice. Certainly it yeah. does. It's so maybe you, you, you play that because you have to crack it immediately because it's a sacrifice upon enter the battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of a funny way to think about it. But. I kind of dig those. But the, but yeah. the, the thought I had, like, because well, what about deck thinning? No, this, this doesn't exist. If you're playing a deck with 37 land in it and you're playing an Evolving Wilds and a Terramorphic Expanse for deck thinning, no, you're not, you're, mm. you're not thinning your deck. You know what's a good way to thin your deck? It's like on turn 10... You sacrifice 15 lands and scape shift. Yes. You get all the other lands out of your deck. Yes. Like every single one. So anything you ever draw ever will be a not land. You play Endless Horizons and remove all the land from your deck. Oh, fuck that, yeah. That's how you do it. All that's right? how you deck you, in. And White's getting some good card draw lately. That'd be a good idea. That's right. Right. Yeah, so that's Endless Horizons. It. Probably expensive now, hey? Uh, it's a few bucks, I think. Yeah, let's look it up. Really? I don't think it's going to be a whole bunch. But, but the point yeah. is, I I really did think that I looked at those and I was like, there's no reason to even play these in two. Like, there never was a reason to play them in a monocolor deck. There's virtually no reason to play them in a du in a dual color deck. And I mean, maybe in a three color you get away with it. Maybe. Cause I think now, so. Because there's not very many tri-colored lands that are going to make all your colors for you, right? Ten bucks. Oh, shit. Yeah, dang. Foils are 30. Oh. Oh, mama. It's a, that's because it's an Eventide card. Yeah. Never been reprinted. Yeah. So, okay, where are you going with this? Why Why are we talking about this? Is it because we want to influence people's deck-building decisions? Is it because we don't want them to waste our time with Terramorphic Expanse? <laughs> well, 
Yes, I hate having my time <laughs> wasted by Terramorphic <laughs> Expanse. I do hate that. But if you have it, like, play it. But I think that there is a – some people call it power creep. I call it a – there's like a – there's a finite sphere in which you can build new things. There's only going to be so many different threat and effects until you get one that just does something that's ridiculous. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just by accident because you got to keep – Making a new thing to sell the next pack in the fourteenth mm. set that came out There's this new, month, right? New territory that we have to expand into in some unique and or interesting way. Exactly to, to yeah. make people want to buy it. Yeah, and yeah. lands specifically in this particular example, I think, are one of those things that just they're always printing a new one. There's always a new cycle, and there's like that certain bottom rung of card that was a staple that just has been nullified to a certain degree. You know what I mean? Like there's going to be a time in a couple of years where I'm going to be saying this about Terramorphic Expanse Evolving Wilds in five color decks and three color decks because we're yeah. going to have enough or, or the next things type like, things, right? Like Gates or or the Gainlands or the Scrylands. People are already starting to say that about those cards. It's like they've reprinted, example, they've reprinted Fetchlands enough, like proper Fetchlands, mm-hmm. that... You know the 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 fifteen to twenty dollar fetch land. Having my basic land come into play untapped because the speed of the format is way faster and way mm-hmm. closer to the ground. Having my basic come into play untapped for twenty dollars is far more worth it than gaining one life or scrying one and having a land ETB tapped, even if that land gives me two colors. I don't know if I believe that yet, but I do play casual magic. I don't play very, like, I'll play, maybe maybe I'll play 15 games, 20 games of Commander a month. Maybe that's very generous if I play that many. But let's say I played 10 games a month, maybe two of them would be tuned and optimized games, right? Where you got having ten fetch, ten shock. Yeah, where having duels. Where where I actually even have fetch lands and dual lands at ETB untapped are even in the deck. Right. Yeah. So I'm I'm not sure I believe in that, but I don't play at the super highest level. I do want to make a second caveat. I, I said the but Ryan and Brando, what about the I, I made that caveat. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make this second one with no um with no facetiousness to my voice no pantomiming the fucking smarter than me magic player okay if you play terramorphic expanse and evolving wilds because that's what you own cool do it yeah do it if that's the the level of deck building that you can execute based on your ability your card pool your budget whatever it is or because you are playing that landfall deck and it's your first ever landfall deck yeah. and you need the double landfall triggers and can't afford the $20 verdant catacombs hey yo you know what's better Do than it. terramorphic expanse or verdant catacombs in a landfall deck verdant catacombs and terramorphic expanse in your landfall hey, cuz both of them give you the same number of landfall triggers and if there's two of them that doubles that to four as we say on commander cookout podcast fucking both, both. <laughs> so yeah i wanted to make that caveat because i don't want anybody to think that commander cookout said we can't play these cards because oh, they're yeah. not good enough Shit, we, no. we're the guys that just did the three cmc manor rock special yeah, like, yeah, exactly right play bad cards please yeah. i need <laughs> you to play worse cards so i can win <laughs> <laughs> although to be fair to be fair if budget is a reason why you're playing a terramorphic expanse in your dual color deck you can definitely get something that just taps for both colors for the same amount of money yes yeah if, ten, 10 cent 
Guild Gate or yep. Tencent yeah. Artifact Indestructible Land from Mati Hoho. Yep. Right? Open a new pack of you'll get one. Oh, you know what happened to me the other day? Tell me. So I buys a I buys a, a set booster from Capenna. Uh-huh. Guess how many lands I got? Three. Fuck. Three. Four. No. Six. Six. Holy I got shit. Six lands in one booster pack. Wow. Now, also, I got three rares in that booster pack. Were they all land? Which is uncommon. Uh, one of them was. Ooh. I got a triome. Got a basic. Got a triome. I got uh, one or two of those when it ETBs sacrifice it, gain a life lands. Insta sack. And then I got, oh man, I then I got another one. I don't, and then I got another one. I got six lands. Wow. It was just, it was Providence. And I wasn't even mad about it because yeah. I got like the trial that I cracked was like $18. Nice. And a guy offered me to trade it, but I have a deck that it needs to go in. Ah. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't trade it. Heck that guy. Yeah. Heck that guy. And the basic is cool. It's going to be like one of the ones that maybe I can paint. I collect basics just in case people want like basic land packages for painting. Okay. So I, I keep them. Oh, you should have told me that so I didn't recycle all my money. Oh, well, I have lots. Several long okay. white boxes full of white border, old and new frame, black border, old and new frame. <laughs> I have I have them separated so when people say, I want this land painted this way, or I don't care what land, but it needs to be this frame or this style, got them organized. Got to stay on top of the organization. <laughs> yeah. Six. So anyway, so Terramorph Expanse, Evolving Wilds, outclassed virtually entirely out of the game at a certain level type of deck. Now, that got me thinking, yep. where else has that happened? Yep. Where else has the, I'm going to use the, the term again, the power creep. Oh, put, you said power creep. Buzzword. I, Buzzword. I know, virtually pushed out cards that at one point were maybe not raucously popular, but like cards that used to see lots of play that just kind of don't anymore. Yeah. And we got some I got a few examples of those in my brain. The first the, the first category that I thought of was removal. Oh yeah, cuz there's lots of those. Like I'm just, you think of things like vindicate. Remember vindicate? Vindicate. Do, do, good have card. you ever played a vindicate out there? Like I have played vindicate. Right, but, like, but I am old. Yeah, you've been playing a long time, maybe longer mm. than the people who are listening to us. Oh, I've been playing longer than some people have been alive. I know, right? T Coats, man, he's not even <laughs> fucking he's like 5. He was barely an idea when we started playing Magic. Oh, right? okay. So you know how he does the top five and fives? Mm-hmm. And and he kind of makes well, I don't know how he does it. I just know that he does it. Yeah, and he does like that 90s VCR style filter and it makes him look like old MTV skateboard videos and shit. Yeah. And and you and I love that style. Yeah. Because we're like old and watch yeah. TV in the 90s. Yeah. Him? Wasn't even alive. So he's like- Young punk. He's a true renaissance man because <laughs> he's doing art from before he was even alive. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, pretty super cool. Anyway- Removal spells. Removal spells. Vindicate. Black, white, one, sorcery, destroy target permanent. Yeah. Sounds good. It's it's an amazing card, but it, it's been kind of outclassed by stuff like Anguished Unmaking. Ooh. And I mean, it was even outclassed by things like maybe like an Utter End or Unmake. There's a bunch of... And, do, do, do you even... You ever played Unmake? Do you even know what Unmake does? Right? Unmake is Orzov Hybrid, Orzov Hybrid, Orzov Hybrid, Exile Target Creature. Yeah. Fuck, did I get there? You did there. You got there. Dang, so I'm exiling, which is mostly better than yeah, destroy. Better, better than killing, yeah. A little bit of a harder mana cost, but in an Orzov deck, I don't really care. Yeah, you just have colored Because it's hybrid anyways. Yeah. And it's an instant, but it doesn't get anything. 
Anguish no, on making, same mana cost. Instant speed, mind you, gets anything, any non-land thing, yeah. for the cost of three life. And sure, Vindicate still gets like the land or whatever. Get you guys like, cradle the, Yeah, it gets the most versatility, but you still don't see it because Anguish on making does virtually the same thing at instant speed. Thus, it's sort of outclassed the 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 heavy hitter of yeah of, of EDH. Right? Important that Anguish on making is an instant because usually it's going to get that. You know, that equipment that's giving them plus 10, plus 10, or it's going to get the creature with the enchantment on it. So you're going to two for one them at instant speed. Yeah. I'll take three, but I won't die. Yeah. Fantastic trade. Vindicate can't do that. Right. Now, you might, you might want Vindicate and Anguish Unmaking, Unmake, Mortify, Putrefy, yeah. Ass Assassin's Trophy. You might want all of these if you need the density. Sure. So that might be reason to play cards that are traditionally outclassed, right? But, oh, absolutely. But if you're looking at that, the the class list, right, you're going to start at, I guess that would be an Abzan deck we're building now. Yeah, yeah. You'd yeah. probably start at the top and you'd have probably Assassin's Trophy. Yeah, that's a good Sword, one. Swords and Path. Yep. Anguished on Making. Then you get down to crap. Like, maybe you'd play the two mana ones in black that get creatures. Yeah, maybe. Because they're well, two mana. You if know, you one of those wouldn't be. You're not going to play Terror. Ooh, we're not gonna do that when was the last time you saw somebody play Condemn? You could play, um, what's the Infernal... Uh, infernal Grasp? Yeah, it destroys target non-artifact creature. Uh, there is one that does that, and there's... Or, or maybe I'm thinking Go for the Throat? That's Go for the Throat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's like a Heartless Act, and there's like there's all these different cards that... Yeah, they have caveats on them, but they're not as restrictive as something like Terror... When was the last time you saw somebody cast a terror? Yeah. Right? And is it is it outclassed because we've got other options at one and two mana that get a wider swath of creature? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some of those things too might be like dismember, where you pay yeah. life and mana. Mm -hmm. And and you're paying half as much fucking mana as terror. Or or uh what's what's the black one? If you control a swamp, you can pay four life and cast it for free. Snuff out. Snuff out. Snuff. Yes. You, yeah. Play snuff out. That's a good one. Right. There's just lots of cards that just kind of outclass old heavy hit. And there's new ones coming out in every set. Mm. Right. And it, 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 one of the exciting things, you look at ramp cards. Like, I don't even, this is maybe just me thinking, but I haven't seen a rampant growth in a long time. Rampant growth is, uh, well, Watsy's actually said that they think rampant growth is too good for standard. <laughs> yeah. Rampant growth. It's pretty good. Yeah. We'll print explore. But we won't print Rampant Growth. Mm. Yeah. yeah, we explore, probably too good. Yeah. You know last time that Growth Spirals in Standard? Man, one of the best cards. Yeah, pretty damn yeah, good, Yeah, you right? know why? Because it was fucking better than Explore. Yeah. Yeah, harder to cast, but you know what? Because they're giving us all these two-color lands. Yeah. Three-color lands, never mind. <laughs> uh, we don't really care, so... Like it, but it's but you see what we're saying. Like yeah. even I think one no, of the, one no, of the well, stalwarts that gets through this is something like Cultivate and Kodama's Reach because you still see that card lots and lots. Oh, people are saying those are getting phased out though because Commandy's too fast now. Yeah, but they're getting down right, and that of course X's out things that were old stalwarts like Sky Shroud Claim. Yeah, right or one. remember when uh, Explosive Veg? Yeah, there yeah. we go. What's the one that was from? Ooh, I had it in my head a second ago. It was from Amonkhet. It just finds any two lands. It's green four. Find any two oh, lands and put yes. them into play. And then if you have a bunch of deserts, you get a zombie. Hour of promise. <sighs> yes. Is that it? Yeah. Like, I'll find my Gaia's Cradle and my Wasteland for your Gaia's Cradle. And that's not good Fantastic. enough anymore. Fantastic. Not good enough because six drops need to win you the game yeah. is what lots of content creators say.
yeah. in in tuned tuned metas, more powerful metas, fringe CEDH metas. Um, I was going to say when I was going like this, oh, none of this, none of this from us today, none of this is actually a complaint. No, about this. No, it's it's um. And again, we're not, we never try to be like fucking influencers or whatever, no. but this is our thoughts on the way that we perceive the format, yeah. right? So, Except for the end of turn on turn one, oh. crack your terramorphic expanse. If I can influence anybody to do anything, it's to stop doing stop that. Stop doing that. This is how you play uh, terramorphic expanse. Play it, crack it, go. Yes. Yes, and then I'll search, and then you. Yeah, you. By the time it gets back to me, I'll have shuffled my library, and my basic yes. will be in play tap. That's how you do it. Yes, it's any basic from your deck on turn one is how you represent that. Exactly. With no other turn one play. Yes. Yes. Yes, that is exactly how you do that. That's fine. So, not a complaint. Not a complaint. Just a um, a. A CCO public service advisement. And, and I guess. far from it, I actually really, really, really enjoy when there's densities of effect because it lets you go really deep on a thing, right? And I talked about my Omnath deck quite a bit, and I really am excited that they print so many different ramp cards because you can just build a really effective deck out of just throw away uncommons because they print a new ramp card in every set, right? I, I dig that. It doesn't matter that they're better or whatever mm. than previous ones because once I play all the best ones, well, now there's a bunch of maybe subpar ones that I can still play. And it allows you to have a density of, of effect. Let's you have a bunch of just cheap monetarily removal spells for your deck as opposed to having to go out and buy like the 10 really expensive ones. And that's all you got. Having density of anything is really good. Yeah. I'm glad that there's bad tutors. I'm glad that there's bad ramp. I'm glad that there's unplayable removal. I'm glad of that because people can use them to play the game. And I can fucking play those bad cards. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> to them, we never left. But yeah, in it. real life, we went and grabbed a drink, and we like, that's it, really. Yeah. We dunked on ACDC a little bit. Oh, yeah. Terrible. Yeah. So here's the thing. This is what, what I was going to say right right when you cut off the recording, was I like, going back to your Omnath example, I like that because of the density and because of the number of different ramp spells or whatever, and because we don't all need to make the exact same 99, 100% tuned, whoever draws the best is going to win Omnath deck. I like that we can have an Omnath deck each and our 99 could be like really different. Yeah. They can do the same thing, but different. Yeah. It, it, if we both had an angry Omnath deck, Omnath yes. 2, Locus of Rage, it wouldn't be that our deck is 99% different because we're both going to play lots of basics. We're both yeah. going to play some of the best Omnath ramp cards, yeah. but my deck could be, you know, 30 or 40% different than yours. Yeah. And I think that that's really cool. I love, everybody knows that my, my CEDH deck is Animar. I love talking to Dennis. He comes in and says, I built Animar because you guys talk about it on the show. I seen your Animar list and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. and so shout out to Dennis. Sorry we didn't get to play in Regina. Um, I ended up just drinking <clears throat> some beer. And when I came back up to find you, you fucking are gone. So it's your fault. Come to Winnipeg. Come to Winnipeg, yeah. Or, or come to the event in Saskatoon, G August 13th. Oh yeah, we'll jam. Yeah. We'll jam Amar there. We'll beer beer there. No, we will beer there as well. Yes, yes we will. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. And the brewery that we like is moving just kitty corner from the hotel or whatever. Oh, so shit. it's going to be walking distance. Anyways, 
Animar is my example where I can sit down with somebody who else, somebody else who's actually playing CEDH Animar. And sure, the, the, the win combo is going to be the same, <laughs> but mine doesn't really take into effect like that secondary plan of like a light kind of control stacks deck with creatures. Mine is all combo and just fits more tutors in and more fast mana. Yeah. So I'm just trying to fly under you, right? And then there's the Animorphs list and then there's the Eldrazi list and then there's other combos that aren't the CEDH ones or Animar combo decks that don't have tutors. So there's so many different ways to build it that this this plethora of cards that we have access to and the varied power level that we find different key pieces at, ramp, removal, combo, tutors, to have different tiers of that I think is a very good thing. And it's up to you and I and people who articulate about the game to just emphasize that I'm not doing the stacks thing. I'm just doing the combo thing or I'm playing jank. I'm playing Animar. Everything's gumball like Lenny, right? <laughs> yeah. Everything's worth less than a quarter to build my deck. U.S. quarter. That lets us play virtually anything we want because every card up here costs like 10 bucks. Yes, uh -huh. yes. You can save 5% off though if you use CCO Spring <laughs> promo code. Very important. That's very, very true, important. yes. Yeah. So Let's talk about the one that just near and dear to my heart. Oh, and you I got actually, one? I actually think lots of people also really like cards like this, even if they don't know they do. Ooh. But they this is like the secret kink yeah, card? They, they eventually will. Because I think everybody loves a good clone. Mm. But a good, I say clone, everybody knows what I'm talking about. Clone. Okay, let's see here. Zero, zero, blue, three, mm -hmm. creature, shapeshifter. Mm -hmm. Sure. When it enters the battlefield, choose a creature. Clone enters the battlefield as a copy of the chosen creature. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Gets around Shroud. Great card. Really cool. Yeah. Unless you are building a deck that plays essentially every single clone. This would be clone.deck. Yeah. At, at this point in Magic <laughs> the Gathering history, is there any reason to play clone? And I would argue no, because he has been outclassed so hard by Every other clone, like his mana, like some well, some of the other clones cost five or six, sure, but lots of the new ones cost four, just like clone, and they have flash, or they can switch with their cloning every turn, or they can or, copy anything. Yeah, they make copies of themselves. They can copy any creature. They're legendary, but not legendary. Like you can copy your commander with them. One is clone, but on the back is a land. Yeah. That's an interesting one right. to, to, to discuss. Remember when everybody was talking about modal double face cards and it's like, are these good? Would I play this instead of clone or fling, for example, uh, if I can substitute the back as a land? And right? here we are. Here we are playing right? playing whatever that is instead of clone. Exactly. Well, that's kind of cool. Eh? Mirror pool mimic? Something? I, I, don't, it, I think so. Whatever it is. But the point is like... Clone, while it, it it's the name, it's the namesake of a class of creature in Magic that just, you don't, you never play it unless you have the Stronghold one where it's the guy with the crossbow pointing at the at himself, right? Because it's, it's got a fun picture on it. Yeah, the oldest school clone one yeah, from, from Alpha and Beta. That's the only reason you play it, unless you're trying to play it. Because it is the bottom tier because it's been outclassed so hard and so often. You know what I just thought of? You know what is so romantic about magic? Romantic in in the the classical sense. In the classical sense that I love to think about this kind of thing and reminisce about it is that when we say I'll clone it, 
everybody knows what that means because the word clone is attached to a meaning. Mm -hmm. And there's a card that perfectly encapsulates the meaning of that. Mm -hmm. I will play a clone and it is the same thing as the thing that you played. Yep. And when you play Mirror Pool Mimic or Sakashima the whatever or or Quicksilver Gargantuan, there's yeah. the 7-7 seven, seven clone. <laughs> there we go. Clones it, but it's a 7-7. Seven, seven. Yeah. I can say clone your guy people know what that means yeah this kind of the same thing is like dies to doom blade right yeah dies or, to bolt dies or, to dies to bolt means it doesn't have shroud or hex proof and it's got three toughness or less yeah. i can say dies to bolt and there's some there's some kind of language and, and meaning understanding about what that card is like when i say here's one that lots of people don't don't know is um it's uh, a 187 creature that means it ETBs and does an ability. It ETBs and kills something. Like uh, Necrotal was the first 187 creature, or one of the first 187 creatures. Because a 187 is like code for homicide or whatever yeah. in Los Angeles, or whatever the, the meaning is. Because Necrotal comes and kills a thing. Kills a thing. It comes in and terrors a thing, to be specific. So yeah. I could say, if I'm not familiar with 187, yeah. I could say Necrotal, ETBs, and, and terrors a thing. Mm -hmm. Destroys target non-black, non-artifact creature. Fucking Necrotal outclassed by yeah. Chukacabra. Yeah, when was the last time you... Who who knew Necrotal? Man, there are going to be people in the comments and make it so if it's you that say, I fucking played Necrotal in standard. Guaranteed Aaron Carr. <laughs> Aaron Carr's be like, Necrotal's my bitch. <laughs> like, yeah, he's going to play Necrotal, guaranteed. But, but, you, you, but you see what we're saying. Like, there's so many cards that are like... They had such a huge impact on the game and you just... You, you only play them for sentimental value. Yeah. Essentially, you play them because you like them. And it's not a again, it's not a bad thing. It's just the way the game has worked. But why would you play if you're going to play one clone in your deck? Just one. Just one. Why do you play clone over any other clone? Yeah, the first thing that I think of when you say that is I would play a clone if I had an alpha or beta clone. Yeah. But other than that, yeah. I have right. a, I have a stronghold one so I do play it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because I like it. I love What's that What's the picture. art in Stronghold? It's the one with the fucking guy. That's not the Stronghold art, sure fuck. I was sure that was the Stronghold one. That's the one that I have. I have a black-bordered arrow pointing at each other one. And that's why I like to play Clone. Clone? Oh, look at all the... Yeah, look at all of Look at clones. all the different things with clones in its name. Okay, <laughs> clone, let's clone see. Clone Legion. Let's see. Let's go to the oldest. Oh, the arrow pointing at one. No, that's the um, that's this one you're talking about. Yeah, that's the onslaught, onslaught one. Onslaught one. Joel have it on the screen probably. That was a a riff off of the original art. This is the same guy from the OG art where it's just two dudes standing there with looking, looking at, at each, each other? other. Yes. Yeah, and then yeah. in, the, in the that one, they're now they're now they hate each other. They're gonna they're gonna kill each other. It's yeah. awesome. If I had an alpha clone. Because I hated money. Money. It's gonna come up here and tell me what the value of it oh, is. But I the internet even, here is as I don't works even, as hard as we do. No, it, it, man, even the internet doesn't want us to know how much an alpha clone costs. That's why this is being yeah. a thing. I I got a funny thing. Okay, so you were I talk about the romanticism of something like clone. You talk about playing it out of. Uh, because it's reminiscent. It's sentimental, yeah. Sentimental. You play cards that are worse than other cards. Strictly worse. There's a clone with, with Flash, for example. Yeah. What is what is the card? I want to ask you, what's the worst card you play in any deck? But that's too obtuse, and you have fucking 900 decks. What's the worst card that you play that has a better version in a deck? Pop question. We didn't actually prepare this, so... You, I'm uh, 
I'm going to dunk on myself a little bit here. And you, you actually have an answer that I, fast? I do. Oh, okay. I do. I think it's Decimate. Decimate? Mm-hmm. One of I, your favorite cards of all I time? I love Decimate. It's one of my top five cards of all time, as illustrated in Brando's top five in five favorite cards of all time. Did we do that? I think it was Brando's top ten favorite cards. Was it ten? It's one of the first videos we ever did on YouTube. Wow. We go back and check that out. It's probably really good. And uh, probably yeah. still holds up. Yeah, it's, it's probably a, really fucking good. Brash Taunter's probably not on there. No. It will. It would be now, though. Anyway, yeah. anyway, I, I think that there is definitely a card that probably should replace Decimate in lots of decks because Decimate is slow and it requires a bunch of different permanents. Or else it just fizzles. Others it doesn't do anything. So, like, there's probably a better option at this point. But I love Decimate, so I play it. Yep. Because I really like it. And when it, it feels really good when you get it to go off. I haven't said this in a long time. You get to pick the four worst things. The four things that you hate the most in play and just kill them all. Just kill them. No. Nope. If you're physically present with people, you can use the card to like shovel flip the cards off the table. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Yep. Alpha clone. Alpha clone. Scryfall says. Oh my God. Not as much as I thought it was going to be. 316 bucks. Well, that's not that bad. It's not as much as I thought. Still too much for a clone. Imagine if say you save five percent on that and got ten percent kickback. You get like thirty-one dollars. Yeah, then you could get like I don't, I don't know, one of every other printing of clone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, a beta, hundred bucks. Wow. Yeah, hundred and well, hundred and five, and then after that, unlimited eighteen, ten, one. 42 cents. <laughs> she goes down pretty yeah. steep. Yeah, see. Yes. The, yeah. the the price graph is like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Super funny. It's like an airplane getting shot down, not crashing, getting shot down. Shot down, yeah. Not yes. even... Yeah. It's like a, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the wings just got blown off, and then it stopped moving at the same time. It just went like this. <laughs> Speaking of that, I'm going to... This is the bonus episode. We talk about crazy shit on the bonus episode. I'm going to... You ever see uh, Batman, Dark Knight Rising, the one with Bane? Yes. Until I was already a man. Yeah, I didn't play clone until I was already a man. Remember the beginning of that show where they're all on the airplane and they like yep. kidnapped that guy and then made it look like a plane crash? Yep. Did, did They made it look like a plane crash by shooting the whole cabin up with machine guns and then cutting the wings and the front off of an airplane. Mm-hmm. Airplanes don't crash like that. And nobody ever mentions that. Well, they maybe had faulty quality control at the factory. Maybe. Yeah, but put, I mean that's put it a... back to the put it back to manufacturing. Somebody with less money is going to take all the blame because corporate's going to fabricate a story. Don't you know how fucking corporate Things like this work. I almost said corporate America, but really, I'm not that far off. But it was full of bullet holes. Well, once it crashes, bullet hole, rock hole, it kind of looked the same. Bullets in the holes. Bullets in the holes. Because the bullet doesn't go- Don't Google that. Because the bullet doesn't go all the way through the airplane cabin or- Yeah, it does. Or the cabin would have depressurized- and it did. They had masks on. They would have got sucked up through the holes. I don't know if that Like happens. on Alien Resurrection, it would have sucked their guts out like a like a pizza pop. But they're not in space, and they're not going that fast by the time the plane's, like, f- crashing. They probably, Mind you, they probably are. They probably are. I don't think if 
The boy and, is and you know, you know what? Fen, Fen Bogarty is going to c- crash into the comments and be like, you guys are idiots. You would get sucked out or you wouldn't get sucked out. Let us know. Yeah. Uh, I guess if you're an aerospace we engineer. We have physicists in there. We, I've learned lots of shit asking questions like this. I've learned all kinds of things about how the world either works or would work in any number of the crazy scenarios that I have talked about on the show. Okay. I got, I got a question for you. Do you think Bane would play Vindicate or, or Anguish Unmaking? Bane strikes me as an anguished unmaking guy. Why? Because he needs to like do it at instant speed. Mm-hmm. 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 You think? Yep. What would Batman play? Batman? Vindicator, anguished unmaking. Oh, he, he doesn't kill. Batman doesn't kill, so he'd probably play something. Well, maybe like, he would exile. He'd bounce. No, nah, exile is even worse. Is it? Oh yeah. Oh. In the in the 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 physicality, the re- if magic was really happening, if you doom blade something, you just kill it. Now it's dead. It's a, it's a dead guy. There's yeah, it's a, doom bladed in it, half. It's a ghost now, right? Yes. But if you path it, that's way worse because it's like taking you all, you and your essence are gone. You're not even a oh. ghost. You're just nothing. It's very depressing when you think about it. You're just nothing. Yeah, there's nothing left. You're of in you. exile. Yeah, there's nothing Whatever left that of means. you. That's, that's some shit. Because, like, if you're a ghost, you're in the underworld. We saw it in Theros. You can go down, you can save her, you don't look back, or the guy will suck you back into hell, have to be Satan's wife forever, and you just, like, walk out of the underworld with all your people. So you can never really die. But if you get exiled, there's no getting you back. Unless you play a Rift Sweeper. And that's depressing as hell, because now you're playing Rift Sweeper. Card never been outclassed, because it's the only thing that does what it does. Uh-huh. On a I've, creature. I've oh. I've played Rift Sweeper and Pull from Eternity in Commander. <laughs> yeah, right? That's good stuff. That's excellent Man, didn't stuff. we make a combo deck one time where we played Pull we from sure Eternity? We sure did. Where you put a card in exile back into your graveyard? Sure did. Fuck yeah, we did. Then we shuffled it back in? Yep. Yeah, what the fuck was that? Was that the time when we- We were putting like a Kozilek or something from exile into our graveyard to shuffle our graveyard back in so we could like keep exiling cards from our library with Arkslogger yes, or something? Yes, that's the one. Was that yeah. that one? It's when we made Arkslogger combo in EDH. Man, was it, wasn't it like, wasn't it like so infinitely cast pull from eternity to get everything that we exiled back into our graveyard yeah. and then we milled till we hit a Kozilek? And then we Kozilek it to get it back. Yeah. Fuck, man. Man, those are the glory days of CCOA. That was the golden age. Yeah. Then we entered the bronze age, then the iron age, <laughs> then the wood age because we forgot all our technology. Yeah. And then we fucking came back. Yeah, we, what, we, what age are we in now? Uh, we're probably in the flu too, flying too close to the sun stage where oh. the technology is going to take us down and we're going to eventually have to rebuild CCO Nation atop the ruins of what once was. Oh, and then we explore the criminal under or the, 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 City of the Dead underneath CCO City. Yeah, man, you know what would be really cool? CCO City kind of sounds like it's a Pokemon City or a Dragon Ball Z City. Man, can you imagine if Ass Ketchum showed up to CCO City? Man. Oh, this little kid with his stupid electric rat. Man, he'd be beaten down so hard, hey? It's like, I'm going to play. I, I can't get over Ass Ketchum. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like his ass is just going to catch all of the yeah, things. He's going to catch them all. <laughs> Have you seen the size of the microphones we use? <laughs> man, I feel like if I was a Pokemon... Man, we're just deviating from the topic, but let me tell, do one more thing. If I was a Pokemon trainer, I would teach my Pokemon the only attack it would have would be to kill the other trainer. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. If I had, a, if I had like, a, like a giant turtle with cannons on its back, you don't think I'm going to shoot at a fucking other animal. I'm not an with idiot. water? I'm not an idiot. You just drown the kid. 
I'm going to put an RPG in there. Yeah, like everybody, <laughs> every Pokemon trainer is stupid. You have a ghost that comes out of a ball that can like go invisible and do all kinds of crazy shit. No. One, you steal the kid's wallet. Two, you strangle him with the other floating hand. Haunter, number Haunter. one Pokemon, period. Haunter? Because he does the most murder. What are they going to do, put him in jail? You can't even put handcuffs on him. He ain't got wrists. Yeah, I feel like Pokemon's got a lot of holes in it. Yeah. A lot of holes in the storyline. Yeah. Uh, Ash is 10. And he's been 10 for like 22 years. That's right. <laughs> it's like Bart Simpson, hey? Whew. That's not even a deep cut. I don't mm. even like The Simpsons. The point is, The Simpsons has been outclassed by several other television programs that have come out in the last 20 or 30 years. And therefore, it is less relevant. But if you still like it, you can still watch it and still enjoy it. And that's okay. Just like Clones, just like Anguished on Making, just like Vindicate, all those things. And I think as new sets come out, we're going to see this happening more and more and more. Holy fuck, that sounds like a final thought of the day. I, I think it might you, have been. You deviated so far around, you came back and thought you're first. That's right. Wow. Yeah, see, every so often, I so often, even yeah. the blind squirrel finds that nut sometimes. Yes. A little acorn dipping yes. in butter. Apparently, squirrels like that. You put some little butter well, on it. Well, yeah, because butter is very high in caloric value. And delicious is what it is. Yes, and also I mean, because it's high in caloric value. That's how our taste buds and the communique between heat and 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 food receptors have developed through evolution oh, to communicate wow. with our brain. Higher calorie per unit food, a.k.a. food that's higher in fat content because it gives us more calories per gram we've evolved to think that that tastes better for when we were hunter gatherers we're so smart now it's a detriment because all we want to do is fucking put butter on everything because (laughs) we live in a time of plenty so maybe maybe we're in that we're in the age of butter and when the butter uh, when the the butter butter runs out the butter age (laughs) yeah don't google that no oh man once the butter runs out society will collapse it'll be some form of the walking dead but instead it'll be like people who don't get to eat butter anymore everything just gets stuck to the pan now and then we'll have to rebuild cco on the bones of all the people who liked butter oh yeah yes yeah yes that's my final thought of the day I like how my thought of the day sounded like yours, and yours sounded like mine. It's opposite town. I love that. Yes, opposite like town is what it'll be once we rebuild CCO I, on the scars of the earth that were left over from the butter apocalypse. Yes, there is. Yes. We're, we're really good at this. We are. We are fantastic Magic: The Gathering content creating professional professionals, and we really appreciate y'all being here, letting us do what we do. And we're going to be back. What is it, next Tuesday? Maybe Friday? Maybe even Friday with another piece of content from Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song!